another week of fancy tickles this is wise panda jim madol tonight we got another special guest uh you might know him you might not he might have been your teacher at some point uh robert hagan aka rock how you doing tonight robert i'm doing good buddy how about yourself hanging in there man hanging in there uh tonight we got just kind of we threw out an idea earlier today and i know bryce put it out there too he's having uh he had some other stuff come up last minute so we got robert to fill in for us uh, it's going to be like this for a little while. I think Bryce has got some some stuff going on. Not Nothing to put out there because it's none of nobody's business, but he's just got stuff going on that he's got to take care of. And so for the next few weeks, we're going to have uh, some special guests, probably Robert one more time, maybe Sean. Uh, Jolly Green will be back. So we'll, uh, we'll just keep you guys posted. We'll keep throwing ideas out to you and see what you got for us. Maybe we'll take one of these and make a full episode out of it. Um, tonight we're just going over our top five lists of some of the things that people have thrown to us today. Uh, mainly we're going to cover kind of just foods in our top five like movies, whether it be sports movies or something like that. Before we get into all that, I wanted to talk to you about, since you're a big football guy and a football coach up mm-hmm. at the middle school, um, I heard something today on the new protocols they're putting in for the NFL. And like, I don't know if you've heard any of this yet. Um, on kind of how they want to run things. So it's going to be a regular football game. They're going to play hits, uh, talking all the smack and all the trash, like full contact. But when the game's over is when they're uh, instituting this six-foot rule. There's going to be no jersey swapping. There's going to be none of this stuff. Is it even, like, is that stopping anything at this point after they've had full contact through the whole game? I I wouldn't think so, but, you know, there's way too many... People are throwing way too much stuff out that is going to happen. You know, uh, me dealing with coaching, you know, even dealing with WIAA stuff here in Washington State that, you know, how practice is going to look and how things are going to happen. They want us to have sanitation, sanitizing stations all through the thing. Uh, make sure We have to make sure in police that the kids don't have their own uh that they're using their own water bottle no more drinking out of water stations that we have um we have to have a nurse on staff at the practices and games all the time um and then everybody's got to have their temperature taken and wiped down before and after playing it's 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 just a mess and and now you know today or uh two days ago got an email that was talking about it was going to be uh, September 5th before anything happens as far as practices and then you know they require so many practices before they can play so I mean you're looking if they even get anything going we're looking at third week of September maybe even later so as a middle school level I don't think I honestly I don't think we'll be coaching but you know we look at the high school level I mean we're going to miss a couple big games you know Battle of the Bridges is probably done. Yeah. Lewis and Clarkson probably will not happen this year. Um, 
Moscow probably will not have playing against Moscow probably won't happen and now how does that look for for the GSL you know what does that look like we're playing yeah. new teams so um, it, it, it's going to be just as a local thing but you know you talk about it at the national level uh, there was, I was an email say, just the, just the little stuff that you're saying there imagine that on like a grand scale because that makes it just seems like it's going to take way more like just add a, you guys adding that nurse onto the field is another salary that they have mm-hmm. to add to that that's going to take away from other stuff that you guys need for the game probably i'm assuming right so it's it mean putting that on a grand scale you've got not only are they running um concussion protocols and everything else that they look at on the sideline but they're temping everybody on and off the field coming on and off mm-hmm. i'm sure they're going to have thermal scans on the field at this point which is something that they've probably already done in the past but they can do more now that they're going to have to do more now because of the situation at hand so i mean it's going to be it's going to be interesting like you're saying i mean i just can't the biggest one i saw and you know most of you know and you know this uh, yeah huge ravens fan so you know keep update they have already decided at M&T Bank, when any games are happening, they are only going to hold 20% of what the uh, capacity of M&T Bank is. M&T Bank holds over 70,000 people. Now remember, taking 20% of that, that you're looking at 14,000 people. That is, that's just crazy. I mean, the numbers to spread everybody out at that place, and you know, and you know this, I had the opportunity to go back to Baltimore a couple of years ago and see one of the games, and it was crazy to see how that place fills up and to think after reading this email and this, how is that place going to look 14,000 people? Well, that's, I mean, I was looking at them doing that for all sports at this point. Like, well, same not, with CenturyLink. How is yeah, that going to well, look? Well, and they, I did see something today that um, they are offering season ticket holders their money back if they want right now because it's... It is a shoddy situation right now. It sucks that, I mean, but it's just a reality at this point, whether we want to admit it or not. So take the step farther to the athletes that don't um, don't get paid high school, but then you look at the college. Now they're talking about Ivy League. They've already, most of them have canceled all of their games. Um, one of the, I think it was the Big Ten today decided that, or Big 12, that they were only doing um, league games. So, I mean, that cuts in, you know, from having 10-game season, 11-game season to now you're only playing maybe six times. Well, and they're doing all kinds of stuff to, like, all the sports, like baseball, like the extra innings. Did you see about that? Mm -hmm. So once an extra inning starts, they're not going to just start off playing. They're going to put a man on second base right off the bat. I think it's still zero outs at that point, but you have – and it's going to shorten the game up because – I think the first move in that whole situation is either to try to pick the person off, which is going to happen, I think, probably at least 35% of the time, if you watch that right off the bat, or it's going to be, they're going to try to lay down a bunt to get the guy within scoring, closer scoring position, because second base is pretty close anyway, and Mm. to get that hit, Mm. and it's going to shorten the game up so much faster which is not a bad thing because baseball games have been recently they've been going longer and longer anyway so and then basketball they've already had decided that they're taking i think it was like 22 teams i saw and they're taking them to uh walt disney world or something like that and they're going to put them in their espn sports center down there 
and they're going to play games and it's going to be like a best of eight or 16 series or something like that and then the next that they're going to drop it down to like eight teams and right off the bat that they're going to kick it right into playoffs yeah. so there's no all-star game there's none of that well look at it this way too is you is we got a chance uh, one of our local guys trayvon Trayvon just played in the TBT tournament. You know, it's a huge tournament that's been happening over the last few years. He had the opportunity to play for the Peoria team. And the stuff that they went through, they had to have over a week of isolation, just them by themselves, into the in, in their area. They could be together as a team. They had no people they could go see, nobody they could go even practice. They were by themselves, hotel, by themselves. That's what things are starting to turn to. And I don't want to be that person that says, you know, we should live in fear, we should live in fear, you know. You know me. I I have a little bit different look outlook on it because, yeah, my wife works in the health field. My daughter works in the health field. So I have to be a little bit more cautious, you know. My parents, are, I mean, they're over in their, in their early 70s, mid-70s. What does that look like? And so, you know, I've been trying to play protective. But how many? How much longer do we have to keep living yeah. in fear of what's going to happen? Well, and I think I mean I again I watched. It's hard not to watch the videos that you see on Facebook because that's where most of us mm-hmm. we're spending ninety percent of our time. If we're not texting our loved ones or talking to them on the phone, which even now the majority of that is spent on Facebook anyway. So I figure I'm watching catfish videos right now. So. <laughs> Whatever works. I'm watching a ton of fishing videos down in Tennessee. That's my job. <laughs> <laughs> That's your extracurricular time. But, like, so, and then it's... Facebook's getting so political. Well, that's, that's the, the thing. bad thing. And, you know, and it's, it's getting to that point that I hate even scrolling on there because, you know, yeah, I have a friend that is one mindset one way and another friend that's got another mindset. You know, you have to be open. And that's one thing I've learned being a teacher and dealing with that is... You have to be able to accept both sides. Well, that's the problem, is it? And it, when it, well, I was getting to those videos, you can't. There's never the news doesn't ever deliver anything straight ahead. Hmm. They don't, and it's always one side or the other. They never play that that line, and that's what I don't like about the news. That's why I don't ever watch the news, whether it's local, whether it's national, whatever. But you start seeing these videos, and the one thing I was getting at, far as like this cautionary thing, was the masks that have been implemented statewide, nationwide, damn near everywhere. Um, it was a Bill, Bill Nye video. And he was like, I'm not wearing the mask necessarily to protect me. To protect others. To protect you from getting me sick and me getting you sick. Mm-hmm. And Whether that's the I way know, I think about it. Yeah. It and it's not... That way. And yeah, it has to be that way. And I get that it's a pain in the ass. It's hard to breathe sometimes. You either got to spend a little bit more money on one of the proper masks to wear to make it work right for you, or you just suck it up and deal with it. Mm-hmm. But if you're outside, if you're walking down the street, you don't necessarily have to have one on, which is the, the plus. Mm-hmm. It, it's only when you go in the building. And, and most of the people, they want to go outside so bad that I just say suck it up and deal with it for the little bit of time that you got. Mm-hmm. Um, because we don't know how long this is going to last. We yeah. really don't. Um, it's like, you know, and I don't want to dwell on it and move on a little bit, but it's like the funny meme that I've said. I know what a woman feels like now. And all these, these talking about the comparisons of, uh, got to put your mask on. It's annoying, annoying, but it's like a woman wearing a bra at the end of the day. Man. Yeah. It's time to take it off and 
Now I know what it feels. Let like. the puppies breathe, you know. <laughs> um, so let's let's dive into this top five list. Uh, we'll start off right off the bat with barbecue sides. I figure it's that time of year. We you know we've talked movies on one of these prior, and we didn't really talk like our top five movies or anything like that. But we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, barbecue sides. Go ahead, Rock. Start it off. Start I, off. You know the biggest one. You know. I love to smoke meat. A smoker put put it in there. I actually smoked a couple of pork butts the other day, and first thing I gotta do, man, I gotta have that coleslaw on top. So mine, if I'm having any barbecue, it's normally it's gotta have uh, um, coleslaw on it. Probably close second for me is probably gotta be um, potato salad. But then when you say potato salad. Uh, there's so many different varieties of potato salad. If you get one that's mayonnaise based, or you get one that's mustard based, and my daughter brought home one that was deviled egg based. I mean, <laughs> I was gonna say that's my favorite one right there, the deviled egg. I've discovered that through the store. We had that down there, and I I, I fell in love with it. It's, it's almost like it's like you you love a deviled egg anyway, whether you, no matter what time of year it is, whether it's Christmas, Easter, you know barbecue season it, it hits the spot and it always tastes right um but that deviled egg potato salad man that is the that that <laughs> of of the potato salads that's where yeah. i go on that route there i mean i i think i have to be the loaded potato but i, I like i love a baked potato but well yeah I, those are good so too i would have to lean that way a little bit but um and then probably mac and cheese would probably be my top my number three i mean the other night, you know, I, I love my foodie and, and all that. You probably saw the picture I posted the other day. I actually went to one of our local restaurants and, you know, we've been trying to support them during all this COVID stuff. And I actually went up for some first time up to this local restaurant and had their smoky barbecue, smoky barbecue brisket mac and cheese. Oh, dude, that's oh. my favorite there. Oh. That's my favorite there. It's so good. I had enough for two days. I was like, oh, I can't eat anymore. So that was really good. So. I think mac and cheese probably three, but you know, gotta be coleslaw, gotta be a potato salad, and then mac and cheese. So, top three. So I like the I, I go with the coleslaw, but it's 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 a different. I would put that at number three for me, just because I like it, but I don't like it every single time. Okay, so do you do it on top of the pulled pork now, like I do? See, I'm I'm one. Well, of see, now I like now. that. I, I like that there, but that depends on if that's what you're having at the barbecue. If you're not having pulled or like pulled pork or anything like that, like most of the time when you do a barbecue and you think around here people do barbecue, it's not like traditional barbecue like we're used to, like from the south or anything like that. It's burgers, hot dogs, you know, maybe a steak, something like that. Um, I remember first barbecue, one of the, the earliest memories. You know, we've had barbecue all the time, but the earliest barbecue memory is Soton County Fair. Go out at Soton County Fair. They give you, they they. I watched them one night. When, when I was younger, put the pigs in the in the ground and smoked them in the ground overnight, and to have that, and I always remember they had baked beans and coleslaw. They throw it in there, and, and they throw it all together. And it's like my t- was telling you, and our, our my buddy Randy, uh, you know our buddy Randy that uh, does stuff, and I think the one of the coolest ones I ever did was uh, a barbecue parfait. And they oh, had it yeah. over. They used to have it over at the World Series at NAIA over in Lewiston at Harris Field, but they would start with a cup, and it was like a probably a 16 ounce plastic cup, and it wasn't red Solo cups, but a plastic one. A styrofoam gets, cup back in the day. Well, it, but you could see it, the clear yeah. one. And oh yeah, so, yeah, okay. 
they'd have the ma they'd have mashed potatoes at the bottom and then they put the pulled pork and then they put uh, baked beans and then they'd put coleslaw on that and then you got to pick whatever uh, sauce you want and then you could get bacon crumbles or chip crumbles on top and I was like oh, that you know that got me hooked on the idea of I gotta put coleslaw on all the time well, like I said, that did, I mean, like I said, for traditional barbecue, that would be the route that I would go. Is it's got to go on the on the pulled pork burger or whatever the sandwich, but if it's just a side, then it's like for me, that's just like a number three type deal. Uh, I would probably go pork and beans because that's always classic when you come to that stuff. Even whether it's cold or hot, you know, mm -hmm. either one tastes good. And then uh, the the potato salad, yeah. And then mac and mac salad's got to be like a close fourth because that's always something that shows up at the barbecue anyway. Yeah, and, and the other part about that is you think about depends, like you said, depends on where you're at. You know, your type of barbecue is one way, could be here or that. You know, and I I, I think I was blessed. I brought a, you know my dad's from Georgia, so barbecue down there could have been a fish fry yeah then you got oh, fish yeah. fry hush puppies collard greens but then you know uh guy one of my buddies who uh lives here in lewiston is from is polynesian i mean we're talking kalua pork mac salad potato salad yeah rice i mean what's well, like parnell there parnell you know parnell he mm -hmm. runs a barbecue shop uh that was in iowa and he actually moved back to arkansas so he's looking to open one up there now um but he was doing chicken catfish uh, pork belly. He was doing pulled pork. He did a um, a brisket nacho that just the, I watched him make it on one of the videos he did. And good God, it looked so good. It was like chips, cheese, uh, the pulled pork with the barbecue sauce mm -hmm. on it, and then he added more cheese and melted it, put it in the oven, and baked it a little bit. Holy Christ, Rock! That looks so good. So I have to ask you: Are you a savory? Are you a spicy or are you a sweet barbecue sauce fan? Um, it would have to be a, a, a spot, a, an, an in between the savory and the sweet because I'm not big on spice. Like, I, I sweat from eating Taco Bell. Let's put it that way. Like, somebody made uh, one of the ladies at the store, she brought in, she's Hispanic, and she brought in um, breakfast burritos with chorizo in it. Love me some chorizo. Oh, yeah. And she, she does that. She hooks it up every once in a great while, but she makes, like, just a whole, like, a Tupperware container of them, and she'll bring them into the store and just kind of pass them out to people because she knows that I used to beg her to make them all the time when I was working on the front end, and so she'd do it every once in a great while. And so she brought them in this morning. I had two of them and was sweating bullets by the time I got to eating it. And I think it was just regular chorizo. It wasn't even, yeah. like, the spicy stuff. So, I mean, a mix between the savory and the sweet. Like, if I... The one that I'm digging on right now down there that we have is the Sweet Baby Ray's Hawaiian recipe. And that's a really good one. Because I like the, like the teriyaki chicken, and I like, um, like if I go for a burger from somewhere, usually it's like a hula burger yeah. or something like that. I like the teriyaki sauce and the uh, I love pineapple on there. Rays. I think that's probably my favorite barbecue sauce right now is Sweet Baby Ray's. But, you know, you and I have done BWW a few times, you know, get in a car, drive up, go catch a a vandal game up in moscow and come back and or stop at buffalo wowings and you know me i'd try the habanero stuff but my new one and, and we've made a couple trips up to court up to whirly you know my wife likes to be up there um but they have a spicy peach barbecue sauce wing that they put on hmm. them. and it's not i mean it's not 
super you know bite you like the jalapeno or or I mean a habanero but it's it's got that little bit of a nice mellow heat but it's got that fruity taste that just knocks it out and yeah so you can sit there and eat I mean, eat 10 <laughs> of them and they're like oh where did they all go it's what like, did I do yeah I'm wearing half the sauce now <laughs> all over the place that's you at least just have the goatee I have the full beard that I have to worry about well you notice I, I, I kind of trying to that. I, trying I, to scruff I, it I out a little went, bit I did for a while you know when we went on hiatus at school I went almost almost a month and a half before I shaved and I was like okay I, I got some zoom meetings I got to do with the with the boss man and so I, I better kind of clean up a little bit <laughs> just you know? a smidge yeah all right, so now we've we've got the barbecue. Now you got to have your beers to go with the barbecue. So, give me your top three because I personally don't. I shy. I, I'm not a beer beer guy. Like I can drink beer, mm-hmm. but I'm more of a cider man myself. So I, I love me some cider, um, but it kind of depends. You know, for me, it's what are you eating? Yeah, what are you eating that day? Um, there's a couple of places I like to go to drink beer. Um, I love going to Embers in Joseph, Oregon, um, but Joseph has got a lot of great. Joseph and Enterprise got a lot of uh, terminal gravity over there with their breweries. But um, Embers brings in places from Portland and that kind of stuff, and they have all kinds of stuff. But I love their blackberry cider, huh. blackberry cider with the little fried pickle. Oh, great. Okay. Um, another place, and we'll talk about it here um, when we get to burger joints, but there's a burger joint that I love going to in Spokane up on the South Hill. Um, they have a lemon and uh, sage um, cider that's pretty good. Um, but I think beer, I, you know, yeah, when, I, when I'm when i just chugging back a beer and just want to drink, you know, I mean, I'm going to drink my Bud Light. I'm not a dark fan. I, I don't like the dark beers. I, I tend to lean towards the others the um, lights and the blondes yeah and, and and i'm a huge blue moon fan i love blue moon uh, and i even love it even more once i went to federal way a couple of years ago for a meeting over there and i was uh, and my hotel was right next to red robin and walked in there and ordered a blue moon milkshake and i you know i always loved the blue moon but once i had a blue moon milkshake it was like oh my lord okay that's my favorite you know so i I, I think it just depends on, you know, what you're eating with it before. Yeah. Well, like I said, for me, I'm more of a cider guy. So that's, just, I mean, I, and I can I can do the beers. I can do, like, I like Bud Light. I'll do Heineken every now and again, Rolling Rock, you know, like the simple stuff. Like, right. I don't need a whole lot. Bryce is definitely more into the IPAs and, like, the lagers and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I can't do the dark. It's too bitter. I don't like the hoppy taste on my mouth. It's just, it's too strong. It's too potent of a taste. So with the ciders, um, I've discovered um, there's uh, um, obviously Angry Orchard is probably the go-to, the easy, simple one, but then they've also got their smaller ones. Uh, one Tree Cider out of Spokane has a caramel cin- or a cinnamon caramel one that is absolutely stupendous. I love getting that from the store. They'll have them in the big single bottles that I'll just tip back and drink and then Bryce has introduced me to um, like there's an apricot cider that is freaking amazing and then they have a I think it was a blackberry but I'm not sure 
but it was just a simple one. It's one you can get down at the store too. And then you've got Ace's pineapple, pineapple. cider, mm -hmm. which is really good too. I, I've bought that one many a time. So the one that's funny, you know, and we talking about beer, you know, but you've talked you talked a little bit more cider where I'm kind of. But making its comeback, let me tell you, Seagram's is coming back. They've got yeah. so. I, I actually saw a picture the other day of one of my friends that uh, I went to high school with, and she's out on her deck drinking a Seagram's pina colada. I'm thinking, God, that was so. That was so the time when you know we grew up drinking Mad Dog 2020 when you were 16, 17, 18 on the beach. You know, sorry, I learned to drink beer and drink that earlier but I mean <laughs> oh, Seagram's making its playback you know so. I, I I remember the first time I got drunk it was uh, like a it was junior year it was I want to say like the is it Memorial Day or Labor Day that's last in the calendar year Labor Day okay so it was Labor Day weekend we had like an early release from school and we were going up to Bryce's property up in Anatone. And I had the night off from the bowling alley, but I had to be back the next night. And so I was like, okay, so we'll just go up there for the one night, hang out party. Cause I'd never been camping with any of these guys before. And so we get up there and we've told this on the pod before, but we get up there and um, my dad, he's like, you better not drink wink. And I was like, so is that the okay or not the okay? And he goes, just don't drink. And I was like, all right, cool. So I was like, in my brain, that's the clean and clear. Like, it's your first time. Just be smart. Don't do anything stupid. So I get up there by noon, probably by like one, I'm drunk. <laughs> New location, guys. So you might hear a phone call. I think that it's this just this podcast is dead set on getting interrupted to some extent from something, whether it be uh, a ghost, a ghost. It could be uh, dog barking. It could be um, ambulance rolling by. It could be anything. Anyway, so I get the clean and clear for my dad. I'm drunk by like one off of two 12 ounce cans. Like, the cheapest vodka and whiskey we can get from the store. And, like, the Albertson soda and cream soda. And I'm begging people to, like, strap me to flatbed so I don't fall in the fire that hasn't been built yet. Uh, I'm fighting with the Charlie Brown Christmas tree that I tried to pee on and I slipped and stumbled into. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, it was a bad. And then that night, we had everybody else that got wasted. And it was just so on and so forth but that like i said yeah that was like the first time i ever got drunk there i mean i could tell you a couple of times and you know the one that sticks out to me and i, I was telling my buddy the other day our, our friend keith and we took a drive up scouting some new fishing holes going up to the grand round and and i think the one that sticks out to me and i think i've told you this story of uh, seeing the yellow gopher probably and uh I don't uh, drink certain beverages anymore. I have stayed away from Black Velvet anymore. Uh, long story short, I partied with an old buddy that was new at the fair and my 7th grade science teacher. 7th <laughs> so, grade science teacher, buddy from uh, 
a guy that I knew from being on the rodeo board and we met up uh, with the they were doing the trail ride over to Joseph and I uh, it was right after I graduated college and I still wasn't old enough to be drinking yet but uh, decided I was going to go fishing up on the Grand Round by myself and stay in the back of the truck and so we drove I drove up and was fishing and and the guys saw me across the river fishing and they said oh, come on over and join them have dinner and camp with us tonight and I'm like <laughs> okay you know so they told me you know leave my beer in the truck I'm gonna drink with them so we proceeded to drink out of a keg and the three of us polished off a bottle of black velvet a, a gallon jug of black Jesus. velvet and uh, I told the guys I said you know I'll get up and help cook breakfast you know to, to pay up for you know hanging and them feeding me dinner and all that and, and I got to drinking so bad that and it's like, uh, it's time to go pass out in the back of the truck. And so at that time I had a, a, an 89 Chevy S10 and no, I didn't have the canopy on it yet. And so I just threw an air mattress in the back and passed out. And middle of the night, you know, I heard something rattling over there. But, you know, there's horses all around. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm hearing a horse. And I look up and I sit up out of the truck and look out there to the south towards towards uh down towards the river a little bit and i see this thing jumping up and down and i'm like what the heck and i look and all i could see is that it stopped and it looked at me it was a yellow gopher i'm like what? And i'm like what the heck am i seeing a yellow gopher and i like the thing started bouncing around again and i was like oh it's got to be the liquor and i passed back out well, they came shaking my truck about 5.30 in the morning. I got up and and uh, crawled out, and I said, oh, i got to go look and see if there's any trace of anything. So I walked out behind the cook trailer was where I was looking, and I went out behind the cook trailer, and there happened to be a cement slab sitting there and a yellow fire extinguisher sitting on the corner. I had drank so much that my mind was playing tricks on me and watched this yellow fire <laughs> extinguisher bouncing up and down. I'm like... No more black velvet. And since then, I have not touched black velvet in almost 25 years. So. <laughs> that's, I'll give you credit on that one. That's a good one. I don't think I've ever heard that story, to be honest with you. Oh, that's good. a good one. No um, more black velvet for me. <laughs> okay, so we go from beers and you got burger joints. Like we, we talked, it's barbecue, got its own thing. You can do chicken, steak, brisket, whatever. But now burger joints, strictly burgers. Um, you can go nationwide, you can go local, you can go whatever we're thinking. You know, and everybody talked about, uh, and, and everybody talks about In-N-Out. Got to eat at In-N-Out whenever you go by an In-N-Out. Never been there. I ate in, I've eaten at two In-N-Outs, one in Vegas and one in um, uh, in La, uh, Laughlin. And it was like, eh, it's okay. I mean, it's like, eh. Um, but then you go, if you want to talk local stuff, you know, Nothing beats a, a good Dick's hamburger up in Spokane. If you're up in Spokane, um, What's our, buddy, the, our buddy Wayne loves Delish up there. I was going to say, that's the one that I had when we went up there, and they were pretty – that's like I, – I guess that's like their version of Sharps. Mm -hmm. And they got – like the, the burgers up there were pretty bad at – like they were bomb. I, I'm not going to lie. You know, I, I worked for Sharps for four and a half years when I was in college, and I – you know, but it's like any – burger place or any place you kind of get burned out of it and so i probably have only eaten back at sharps maybe maybe 50 times since i left working there when i was 22 
Oh, wow. So, I mean, that's a lot, you know, that's over 20-plus years. I mean... Spacing it yeah, out there, you know, yeah. I mean, it's just... He got burned out eating it, but, I mean, I like eating there. But, uh, hands down, and I was telling you about this place, and this place is up in Spokane. It's up on the South Hill, up off Regal, um, is Waddell's. If you ever get a chance, any of you, if you're listening, or you're local, or, or you live up in Spokane, you got to go to Waddell's on the South Hill. All kinds of brew. Any kind of brew you can think of. Um, ciders, um, any of that kind of stuff. But they have some unbelievable burgers, and I don't think I have ever eaten the same thing twice up there. I have gotten something different every time. And the last time I was up there, and you said you like Kula stuff, is I ended up having their Hawaiian-style burger, and they put it on a Hawaiian bun, and the whole nine yard is unbelievable. But like I said, I've never eaten the same thing twice up there. Um, Smoked Gouda cheese on stuff with their with their uh sweet potato fries hands down i think waddell's is probably my favorite and then i do like going up to uh waha i mean a little bit of a drive out of lewiston but uh go up to waha and eat a local place i know they've changed owners but uh i would say those are probably my top two and you know they're more of a mom and pop place they're not a well they're not the... a they're not a all right press mcdonald's here you go well, that's why, I mean, I, for, to an extent, that's why I like Sharps, because it's kind of more mom and pops. It's local. You don't see them too far out. I mean, they're not on the west side of the state or yeah. anything like that. Um, I will say that when I was over there, we ate at, oh, God, what did we eat? Uh, Doof and I and Bryce and Teresa all went to um, Shake Shack. Mm. And they had some pretty bomb-ass burgers and stuff over there. People have said steak and shake. I've never eaten a, a steak and shake either. Neither have I. I've had a Five Guys. I had Five Guys when I was back in Washington, D.C. And it was and it was okay. They bring in, they truck in their Idaho russet potatoes, and they were doing it there. Uh, there is one up in Spokane. Still haven't tried it up there yet. Yeah, I haven't eaten another Five Guys. I and then it. I like, you know, I'm not going to lie. I don't shy away from, like, I wish we had one around here, like a Carl's Jr., Carl's Jr. has some pretty bomb-ass burgers. Um, but even locally for me, I would say uh, Effie's. Like, and, and Effie's, you know, and it's one of those, I, I think it's just a staple in town. It's that mom-and-pop shop like we were talking about. But it's got such a, um, just a hometown vibe feel to it that I like. And they just sold two. Yeah, so they just got a new owner And so that place is, you know, the last couple times we had it, it's been... Eh, it's okay, but well, I mean, you know. it's nothing to write home about. But it's one of those things that it's like it's just you, you know, it's home it. feeling. Yeah. yeah, it's a home feel. Like I've known people that have been here their whole life and never eaten an Effie Burgers, and that was one of the first things we did when we first got here because my dad, he used to live here when he was like, when he was born in Spokane, so he knows like he's been here since Effie's has been here. So that was something that they, they would eat back in the day when he was like seven and eight, nine years old. Well, you know, you talked about, you know, it's kind of a staple there. And so it's the same idea um, with some other restaurants. I mean, I was born and raised in this town. I was born in Pullman, and Mom and Dad lived down here. I, I only moved away for six months, and that was to New or well, south of New Orleans for, for six months, and I moved back home. And so, you know, this is the area I've known. But there was places that I had never been to before my wife and I got together. 
she introduced me to Bojack's. I've I still never, never eaten at Bojack's. I had never eaten at Bojack's until she and I got together in 1997. So, I mean lived here all my life and it took me till 1997 that's the place where we took my mom and dad to finally tell them that we were getting married and we took <laughs> them downstairs and and dang if the the lights and the power went out so we ate by candlelight no fryer stuff everything was off the gas grill and so you couldn't do certain things but that was a place you know we never had eaten that's funny man but i mean you look at some of those places yeah. you know and 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 i don't know if you follow the you know, there's a Facebook page here in town that, you know, people talk about, you remember the stuff that was in the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they talked about the old restaurant Prime Cut. You know, they talked about the old restaurant Italian Gardens. I mean, there's some places that this valley needs back that was here years well, that's ago. Like, and I, I hate to say it, but, and it just shut down, but the 410 down the road. Mm-hmm. Like, it's one of those places, again, it's that mom and pop shop, but it's like, it's such a staple in the area that the, I think the building's still standing. I don't think they plan on tearing that down. I they think they're don't just plan gonna... on taking anything out of it. You know, they there's still stuff. Everything is still in there. You know, it's whether or not uh, they want the owner wants to sell it all together and and keep it there. But there's yeah. all kinds of people talking about. Okay, we got to get it back open. You know. Well, I mean, again, it's like it's that thing that it's one of the things that the city's known for it's like wassums yep. at wassums is i mean they've changed locations a couple different times but and again it's another place that my dad worked at um but it's one of the oldest still working soda fountains in the state mm-hmm. uh old-fashioned soda fountains they've still got the faucet on the mm-hmm. the thing that runs the soda water they've added all kinds of stuff in there well, you know, I'm substantially older than you. You probably don't remember Adam's Pharmacy. No. You know, and see, and I remember growing up, you know, once lunch broke out at the high school, you know, after you being a freshman. So if you were a sophomore, you know, you ran down to Adam's Pharmacy and you had them pour you a jolt off of their, off their soda fountain. And that was, <laughs> that was lunch, you know, everybody would go down there. And so... Unfortunately, that's what I see going to happen. You know, you and I talked about, you know, how are things going to look after this whole COVID thing is done with the mom and pop places? I mean, right. you know, yeah, 410 closed earlier, but how are things going to look for some of the other mom and pops? Well, and I think with, so like for, with Wassums, for example, it's not just a coffee shop. They've right. got their pharmacy in there. They do, uh, there's a photo shop in there that they print photos and stuff with that they actually have um, stepped their game up now so they're doing more the um, sublimation stuff mm-hmm. so they can do uh, like coffee mugs they can do all kinds of souvenir mm-hmm. stuff in there now so that's a lot cooler they've added little things to kind of expand that there and the coffee shop is just for a long time dad thought that, that place was going to shut down just because they weren't getting the business in there and they've shortened the hours on certain things but they can still get it hopping in there mm-hmm. and right now with everything is it's at that X amount capacity so they've got like they can seat probably maybe 20 people in their tops at the moment and that's if you're willing to share a table with some right. people but um they do have the bomb kettle corn in there so yeah they know, moved so out they from clings over the yeah. over, so, over the river here so they've got that and that was another thing that they used to do for um with nai coming up naia mm-hmm. uh they would do they would make a buttload of uh caramel corn and popcorn and send over to like certain teams would request it and they would get it over there every year well you know the biggest thing i can say you know nothing against 
you know some of the chains like McDonald's and Taco Bell and and Burger King and man and uh, you know Panda Express I mean nothing wrong with any of those but let's support the locals let's, oh yeah let's, for sure. let's do the Bircher's Grill who has the bomb cheeseburger there their place um, and other food I mean you look at the other ones you know Antonio's order in Fazari's King of Pizzas I mean I'll do Southway quite the, often yeah buy, buy local spend your money local and let's help, help these guys stay in business that's the main thing yeah for sure um, so we got through that Anytime you go to a burger joint, what's on the TV? Sports. Sports. Gotta, gotta so, sports. sports movies. Let's, let's, let's kind of combo the two together there. So, I mean, there have been a handful from hockey to baseball to football to basketball to all kinds of movies out there. Um, give me your top three because I think we've kind of just stuck with the top three, and I like this format because it's kind of shrinking things down. We're moving at a good pace right now. So, give me your top three sports movies. Top three. And, and, and you know, it's hard to – because I you, – you know me. I'm a, I'm a sports nut. I love baseball. I love bowling. I love, you know, uh, uh, football. You know, you've got movies like The Big Lebowski. you got movie, you know, uh, Any Given Sunday. You've got, you know, um, Waterboy, you know, a little on the comedy side. That might be one of my – top favorite movies but I think if you go just sports movies number three for me has to be Hoosiers Gene Hackman um, and it was actually on the other day and I sat and watched it the other day even though I do have it on DVD too I Uh, watched it Um, well that's how you do the movies that you love you buy the ones that you love and that's the thing I mean I actually watched one right at the beginning of when stuff started to happen with COVID I watched um, one of my favorite movies and it would be up in the top 10 movies is uh, Six Pack. I mean, racing movie, Kenny Rogers, you know, and I watched it just right after he died, so um, I, I would put it in the top five, but uh, my number two has to be uh, Denzel and Remember the Titans. I love Remember the Titans, uh, and uh, and especially with things going on right now. How do, you, how do you get these guys to work together, and how do you get them to do yeah. that? I mean, I think that's my, my number two. And, and people will probably laugh at me. My favorite, my number one, it has to be Rudy. It has to be Rudy. Well, it's that I mean, classic it's underdog. It's that underdog. It's that guy. Yeah. yeah. Even though, yeah, all right, it's an Ivy school. It's Notre Dame. You know, how many times are you going to get a, a a mill worker into the into the into play for Notre Dame who's right. five foot nothing and he gets in? You know, but it, it, it's right. It's that underdog that guy so uh, for me it's got to be Rudy remember the Titans and then Hoosiers uh, I kind of like you talked about the the water boy I lean more towards the comical side but I do like those ones so um, for me it's got to be Major League is number one I love that movie that was one I grew up Charlie watching Charlie Sheen Tom Bergeron and yep uh, Willie Mays Hayes <laughs> uh, now did you like did you like the original Willie Mays Hayes with Wesley Snipes oh now, it has to be Wesley the, it's uh, gotta be like, Wesley get into the second it's one it's gotta it's like, be Wesley alright this guy's walking around with a limp that it's guy gotta, wasn't even the same it's gotta be Wesley Snipes man Wesley Snipes made that part uh, and then Joe Boo come Joe on now yeah. uh, fuck you Joe Boo I do it myself <laughs> And smacks a hanging curveball over the... Uh, and then, um, you know, a, a Waterboy, like you said, you mentioned that one. That one's up there. Uh, and then... 
You know, number three is hard. Uh, okay, white men can't jump. <laughs> white men can't jump. Wesley, oh, Woody Harrelson. Uh, that again, that, that fits right in there with like, I mean. Well, you got like which version of Longest Yard? I mean, both yeah. of those. I mean, if you want to watch the Adam Sandler version, you know, or the, the original version, and, and there's so many great movies. Like I said, Six Pack has to be in there for me. Up, you know, up in the top ten. Well, uh, uh, Blue Chips. Blue Chips. I mean, with uh, Shaq and, and um, Nolte. You know, yeah. it's like um, there's a lot of. Was it the Sixth Man? Did you ever watch that one? Mm-hmm. That was uh, Marlon Wayans and um, another dude, but it was, they played for the Washington Huskies. Mm-hmm. And uh, the dude passes away, and he comes back as a ghost on the team and helps them get to the championship. And uh, he does, he can't, he gets mad at uh, the Wayne's brother, and um, he's like, I'm, I'm done, I'm out. You guys, you want the championship so damn bad? I got you here. He's like, we can do this without you, man. We can do this. Like, And it's that heartfelt mm-hmm. moment where, like, we made it with you, and we appreciate it, but now we have to make it without you. Mm-hmm. And you need to go on and do your thing, because now you're just becoming, you know, that... I mean, there's so many good plot lines with any... I mean, yeah. what's the biggest sports movie um, tagline that you have ever heard? Show me the money! Oh, I mean, yeah. like... Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. I and mean, that, I mean, it was Tom weird. Cruise. I mean, then you look at his other thing, you know... Um, Days of Thunder. I mean, you got to look. There's been so many good movies out with any of these. Things, you know, they even even going to the point of the Babe Ruth movies and, yeah. and some of the old school early movies about them. So it, it's hard to narrow it down. But you know, I'm you know if I'm gonna pick my top movie, it's got it's a comedy. I mean, I'm a Jim Carrey fan. I love Liar Liar. Liar Liar is probably my favorite movie of all time. I can quote just about every line in there. Uh, the pen is blue. The pen is blue. The goddamn pen is blue. You know, I'm just doing any of those, but there are so many good ones. I mean, how do you tie? Yeah. All the sports ones that they've done. I mean, what about the movie with Gail Sayers? You know, and yeah. you know Brian Song. I mean, there's just. I mean, what about Mir- Miracle Eighty? I mean, yeah. There's so many. Okay, so here's here's one for you. Here's a little thing for you to go back and watch on Liar Liar. And I caught this. Somebody pointed this out to me, and I had to. I remember seeing it on Facebook. God forbid Facebook give you the, <laughs> the, the what to look for. But it was the scene at the end of the movie where he's gets thrown off the plane, and he lands in all the luggage, mm-hmm. and he's on the gurney waiting to get taken away. In the background. Fight, he's playing Fire Marshal Bill from In Living Color. No way. Yeah. I never paid yeah. attention. Yeah. Because in, he's, all, he's all so serious right there. And yeah. He's but like, he's also. And but, I can't and lie the shot, And the shot that it is, it's like you see the back of his head kind of coming over the gurney. And the, uh, the ex and the new boyfriend mm-hmm. or whatever are standing there. And he's off in the corner over here. Yeah. And you can see him playing his day. And it took me a minute. I was like. There's no way. And so I like, because I thought it was just like somebody planted it in the mm-hmm. picture. You go back and you watch it and it's right there. I was like, holy crap. Well, and you look at all of those people and who, who they were and, you know, what kind of people they turned into. Look at that movie just alone. I mean, 
you've got um, Kerry Rules that comes in. I mean, look at all the rules he's had yeah. since that movie, and you know, and that movie well, came and out prior in to that movie, Prior to that movie, one of the biggest movies of all time, The Princess Bride. Yeah, and that I was mean, his. That, that was his yeah. biggest role, and he kind of disappeared for a long time, and then he resurfaced with this one. But you know, look at everybody that was in that in that movie that oh, yeah. are huge. Jason Bernard playing the judge, and, and you know Mitchell Ryan who was Mr. Allen. And, you know, um, Krista Allen, I mean, there was a ton of people in that movie that Jennifer Tilly, I, I think was Jennifer say, Tilly's first major role, you know. And, yeah, you know, that's crazy. They made her look really stacked, you know. Well, she's always been, <laughs> she always looked really stacked, and no matter what she is, when she was in uh, Bride of Chucky, mm-hmm. they made her look all plump and voluptuous in there as well, you know. But that movie's got one of those ones that, it's one of those movies that will, you can quote just about, anything especially you know the guy looks at him what are you doing man i'm kicking my ass do you mind and he just starts <laughs> ramming that toilet seat right on his head and i was like that i mean that's just funny stuff oh I mean, yeah a lot of people's like i can't stand jim carrey i mean he well that's like such huge roles from, i from where he's at i went and back and it's one of those guys you don't think would ever do stand up but i went back and i watched some of his stand up and like He's more of a, not so much a joke teller as he is an impressionist. And that man can do things with his face mm-hmm. that are just out of this world. And I'll tell you another one. The first movie that I ever saw of his prior to Ace Ventura, prior to any of that, was a vampire movie that he was in. And it's like his first major movie role or whatever. It was called uh, Once Bit or Twice Bitten, I believe it is. And he's like a high school kid and he gets... Um, the, the vampire in the movie is a, a hot chick and she's like in order to stay young she has to have bitten three virgins by like the full moon <laughs> or whatever and so he's the third one and so finally like she turns him and he goes to like his prom or whatever and he's got this huge dance scene and everything like that and uh, it's just it was one of the more funnier ones to me anyway and then you go to, like, obviously, In Living Color. You go, um, his new show on Showtime, absolutely hilarious and heartfelt and, like, tear-jerking and everything all at the same time. It's called Kidding. Mm-hmm. And I could, I, I watched the first season. I got to get on there and watch the second season because I do have it on Sling. I can just look it up and go back and watch the episodes. But, again, just out of this world phenomenal actor like he can do it do no wrong mm-hmm. number 23 is one of my all-time favorite movies that he did there as well uh i mean and if we were just doing jim carrey movies you could you could It'd be forever i mean but you look at that and how do you how do you go from jim carrey to another actor that that i love all of his movies even from i'll say the main movie i love i love castaway League of Their Own. I mean, Apollo 13. Apollo 13 is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Tom Hanks, I mean... Uh, Dude, can, he, again, can do no wrong. Yeah, I mean, you look at some of these guys of where they came from and some of the roles that they've played and how he's played, you know, it just it blows me away what some of these characters have done because both of those had, both of those guys have had stints in comedy shows before they made it you know yeah. you look at In Love and Color with Jim Carrey you looked with Tom Hanks who was on with um, 
uh, Saturday Night Live, you, then you really go back to some of those Saturday Night Live ones of well, wasn't Bill have Murray a... and all those guys that come out, and then Dan Aykroyd, and then all of a sudden here's the Blues Brothers, and then you got Ghostbusters, and, you, and it's just like Tom Hanks wasn't a, a, a full I, cast member on there. No, I don't he think. wasn't. He was. What was what was the sitcom that he did? Uh, he was in Bosom Buddies. Okay, I was going to say I knew I there remember, was a sitcom. That I remember he had. watching that, and I think I want to say that was like on a Thursday night, and it was where he dressed up in drag. He was. They were trying to rent an apartment. They had to be females, and and they it was him and his buddy that and and doing that. And that was, was like. like Late, I want to say it was late seventies, early eighties, mid eighties. I, I remember song. seeing like, something about it. Was one of those ones that I've never seen before. But I knew he was in a sitcom before he got into mm-hmm. like the Burbs and yeah. um, you know uh, those other earlier movies that he did. I can't think of anything right off the top of my yeah. hand because again, I'm I'm a decade or two behind you. <laughs> a decade or two. Now you're making me feel really freaking old. Now. Well, I didn't want to, you know. <laughs> For those that can't see, there's a plethora of gray. Yeah, it's getting even darker in that Fu Manchu. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, we've had a pretty good run here tonight, guys. I don't necessarily want to cut us short. I appreciate Rock coming in. Hey, no problem. I enjoyed it. Uh, we'll definitely have to do this again. Maybe one more that I think we can touch base on real quick. Um, Got to give a shout-out to Brett Cunnington. Did you see his outfit today, son? I, good oh, Lord. Oh, my God. Good Lord, you gotta love, you love that outfit. That guy is true American through and through. He don't take no shit from anybody. No, he don't. Uh, he had on. For those that don't know Brett, he like Robert said, he's American through and through. He had on American flag shorts, bibbed overalls with uh, his shotgun on his hip. Oh, he had his AR AR on his hip. And did he have? A, yeah, an American flag too. Okay, <laughs> I, I wasn't sure what the hat was. I knew he had his hat on, probably a Seahawks know. hat at some point. I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, and then his aviator is obviously all American there with his Top Gun. Um, <laughs> now most of you might may not know he he moved up into the woods, so he's hiding out in in the Idaho woods. He moved uh, in uh, early February up there, and so. Uh, he got the jump before everything, yeah, everything. went bananas. Yeah, but. Um, but I got to give a shout out to Brett. He wanted to hit us with a question. I don't think we're gonna really, we're not gonna pinpoint any specific time and period. But uh, he wanted to know the top five times David Doofenberg looked gay every day, uh, all the time. <laughs> uh, so on. <laughs> With that, guys, I want to give a shout-out to Doof, and thanks again, Brett. I want to give a shout-out to Steven Weber for his top five sports movie question, Doof for his burger joints, uh, Matthew Stores for his barbecue side dishes and beers questions, um, you know, you guys, and Carlina for her movies. Uh, you know, you guys have... I like... We like when you guys reach out and talk to us about some of these things for us to talk to. It gives us... Because... Bryce and like I said before, Bryce and I literally will sit down five minutes before we do this. And go, what are we going to talk about tonight? And that's one of about us will just go, boom, and that's what we run with, yep. uh, which is cool and all. But it's nice to know what you guys want to hear us talk about because we like being entertaining for you. We like you guys to listen, uh, and if you like hearing us listen, like, share, subscribe, all on Spotify or Anchor for those that don't have it. Anchor is another uh, podcast app that you can get. 
and you can look us up on there. But Spotify is probably the easiest one to go through. Um, use it for everything, whether it's just podcasts or music or anything like that. You guys can find all kinds of stuff on there. Um, so we appreciate it, everything you guys do. Uh, hit us with some more questions. You can hit Bryce or myself with uh, topics personally if you guys are our friends on Facebook. If not, if you hit that share once we post it, you guys can have your friends reach out and maybe they'll take a listen and they can give us a shout out on there. Anything that works like that way. Um, eventually, I, like I said, at one point, I want to try to get an audio or a video. Excuse me, we're already doing the audio. My brain's... <laughs> I haven't slept yet today. I got off work at 6.30 this morning. I think I took like an hour nap. And so I'm just rolling on fumes at this point. Um, but uh, we want to get a video portion set up, and I think I just got to get a web camera and start figuring that out. I need to start dinking around and playing more. But I've got to talk to our buddy Randy. Randy's getting working on his green screen and all of that his stuff. Yeah. Too, so. Well, I'm supposed to get back with him on that at some point. We're starting to work on our list again. Uh, something else I'm doing, you guys, that prior to this. Um, uh, God, I don't even remember what the hell it's called now. <laughs> uh, Workshoot Alliance Network. Workshoot Alliance on YouTube. We've gone through and done. Um, it's a wrestling top list. We've got some punishment videos in there. We've got some top lists. I jump in there at some point. We've dwindled it down to where it's like less than 20 minutes each episode, but there are some in there that they... they take a while to get through because they were longer lists of shows so if you don't got the patience for it or you're not a big wrestling fan totally understand but really do appreciate you guys uh support and keeping us going uh, i will also be posting uh the shirt designs that we have done right now um uh, we've got quite a few uh and all you guys got to tell me is your size and which design you want uh we're going to be selling the shirts for ten dollars a piece uh, pretty good deal, I figure, on, a, on an original piece coming through. We do have a new design coming out. Uh, I'll kind of give a, a quick sneak peek. It's called the, uh, the Mailbox Kids. We mentioned it in one of our other podcasts, one of our other episodes. So if you guys want any of those, hit me up, let me know, and we'll see what we can do and get you guys set. All right, talk to you guys later. Love you, bye.